listening to the Suave Lover Podcast with your hosts, Benjamin Ritter and James Amaro. Suavelover.com, advising gentlemen on the art of romance. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. Have you ever found a girl interesting? <laughs> Me neither. Uh, well, I actually always display interest in a girl by standing outside her apartment window with the boombox over my head <laughs> with my car halfway on her grass. Because mm-hmm. I thought that's really romantic. Wait patiently for the cops to arrive. They'll scream her name when they put me in the back of the that's car. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Use my one phone call to call her house. <laughs> that's not displaying too much interest, is uh, it? Yeah, displaying the right amount of interest. I mean, it's too much interest is a set phrase for being a creeper, right? That's a problem that some of us have because we crush on our fantasy of who this girl isn't. And then we project things onto her, put her onto a pedestal, and then we wind up regretting the fact that we have creeped her out and have made no inroads into her awareness or her liking. She's not attracted to us. We have no reason to think she's ever been attracted to us, but we found her so pretty that we just sort of set ourselves up to fail. And there are better things that you can do, of course, depending on whether or not she might be a coworker, uh, she might be someone in your social circle. Talking to a stranger is a whole thing unto itself, doing a cold approach. So we're not going to talk about cold approaches. We're going to talk a little bit about warm approaches, people in your social circle or in particular coworkers. Because not only can you overly display interest in your coworkers or someone in your social circle, but you may be afraid to even show any interest right. because it could affect you in your social circle. It could affect you in the workplace. Right. I mean, you have a hard rule. The hard rule is very simple. Never, ever, ever. And I mean never. And 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 I mean never. Except that one time means no. <laughs> Wait, what? Never. Wait, but, but there's this one time that yeah. you could... Never date a superior or subordinate, no matter where they are in the food chain, never do it. You're setting yourself up for a harassment lawsuit. You're setting yourself up for drama. You're setting yourself up for termination. With cause, by the way. And defining dating is fucking... Dating, (laughs) fucking... anything sexual. (laughs) Even dealing with, as far as you should be concerned... The person who is a superior subordinate in the sort of even in the same department might be bad enough, but it depends. Should be a chick with a dick, as far as you're concerned. They should just be, yep, they're pretty. I'm never going to know any more than that. That's how I would treat them. This rule will serve you well because sometimes you may find yourself limited, lonely, whatever. Now, somebody who's a peer or somebody who's in a different department, I actually think that's great because at work you have the opportunity to showcase your talent and your attractive qualities. I mean, I think dating somebody at work is a lot riskier and you should be a little more strategic than dating somebody who you just happen to know because they're a friend's friend or a friend's girlfriend's friend or whatever the arrangement is. You gotta be a little more strategic. And in particular, if you're dating somebody at work, you should be going for a relationship. In the back of your mind, you should want some kind of a relationship. Just because huh, fucking a coworker on the down low tends not to stay down and low very long. Just the consequence of that arrangement is that people find out or you kiss each other outside of the boardroom and somebody sees it. So brush against each other differently. You bet. Linger longer yep. than normal. I think what's unique about the coworker situation is it's a marathon in regards to displaying interest, not in a sexual <laughs> <laughs> Not unless you're lucky. 
that you will hopefully be in front of this person on a daily basis yeah. multiple times with the ability to showcase things that you want to represent about yourself and you're able to literally pick and choose what you want to showcase when you want to showcase it yeah and so you can achieve higher status and seem impressive or you can seem to have this mysterious life outside of work that is intriguing to her i mean it's really hard though in the coworker situation you can flirt but there's a lack of physical intimacy and touch within the workplace that you just have to respect i think even in the most casual work environment even if you're a fucking tgi friday's line chef and she's the fucking waitress you got to be careful conscientious about ass slapping a coworker you probably know about the um, lawsuit that was filed against as I understand it, these were people from Twin Peaks. This was one of those recession-proof restaurants that actually had a weight restriction on its servers, and it got a sexual uh, discrimination lawsuit filed against it, in my opinion, rightly so. It's just one of those things where it's a very difficult thing to say, you're professionally pretty, and you need to follow these sort of contorted guidelines. They are what they are. They can they can try to put implement it into a contract, but you got to understand, that all smells of a sexual harassment lawsuit in 2015. In a work environment with a peer, if you are at the point where you're flirting and she is engaged and asking you questions about your life outside of work, almost looking for a way to see you, a touch on the shoulder or on her forearm would be that much more effective than it would be in a social situation outside of work because it's it's very unique. Because touch doesn't normally happen at work. So all of a sudden, that little touch, which seems innocent in any other situation, can have drastic effects on her level of attraction. Sure, loaded with romance and implication. And, And so take the pickup technique demonstrate higher value. At work, you demonstrate value. You have stuff going on outside of your life. You use that principle of looking for indicators of interest from her. You want her to be engaged. And you can say what kind of fun things you did over the weekend. If you're in a group setting, actually, it's ideal because you can be overheard. Maybe talk to a coworker who you're more intimate with and let her hear that you're doing fun things like, I don't know, you're skydiving into concerts and you are uh, speed racing on the dune flats of Utah, whatever doing that's fun have those fun things mention them and then when you find that you have an opportunity to talk about it hopefully you have some interest in common then you can take that mutual interest that mystery take it out of work how to start a kinky relationship by james amaro is the definitive guide to successful alternative romantic relationships the book has been called 50 shades of gray for real people. Educational, informative, and irreverent, this book has something to offer anyone who is curious and sexually adventurous. Get your copy of How to Start a Kinky Relationship by James Amaro at amazon.com or in select bookstores today. 
you don't have to be afraid of being sexual. You don't have to be afraid of inviting her out on a date. That's not the point. You could be afraid. You have to be afraid of coming on too strong when she's not into you. There's a really funny old Saturday Night Live video. Will and then Tom Brady. It's like it's like an unattractive guy and an attractive guy. And it's like a 1950s educational. How to date at work. Be attractive. So Tom Brady is just totally stunning and he's asking girls out, squeezing their breasts and the other guy just even gets within their cubicle and they call security. It's hysterical. But what you're doing is you're trying to make it so she does find you attractive, even if you're not necessarily classically handsome. So you have to know if she feels attracted towards you and if there's even a semblance of physical attraction or if you can create a sense of attraction within her. You don't want to overstep your boundaries if she's not attracted towards you. Right. So understanding if she's attracted towards you is perceiving indicators of interest, which are inquiries into your life, or coming up and talking to you when she doesn't have to come by your desk, uh, staying and talking to you when she could be working, yeah. um, even those lovey-dovey puppy dog eyes or displaying right. her neck and twirling her hair, acting in a way towards you, you can even compare it, that she doesn't act towards other people because she could just be flirty. She could just yeah. be that type of girl in the work environment that enjoys attention. So where are the differences in how she treats you to how she treats other people? Absolutely. So if you can pick up on those, you can also notice whether or not you're getting indicators of disinterest. Avoiding eye contact, closed body language, one word answers are indicators that she's just not into you, which is fine. You got to move on. And remember, the coworker is going to be the most difficult uh, possibly the most rewarding. I mean, if you get a chance to build a relationship here, but it's part of the reason that of all of the fish in the sea, the strangers have the least corresponding risk and reputational and ego damage associated with them. So now this coworker thing where you're saying, oh my God, how do I get Susie? How do I make Susie love me? Just got to remember, just, just framing this up. What you do is you don't get Susie to love you. You get Susie to notice you and to like you. That's the step. And to know more about you than yeah. what she currently knows. Right. Not ordering her five bouquets of flowers. <laughs> you know? uh, there is a great opportunity in lunch to have friendly conversations with someone that you're interested in at work, yeah. but turn them more flirtatious. And so you're not getting into that coworker zone, right? Where right. you're kind of like the friend zone. And so your conversations are not just strictly based on what you're doing at work. You are displaying higher value by talking about those other things that we mentioned earlier. Lunch is a great opportunity to isolate her and get to know her more and even see if you're interested in her that much. I would recommend not going to an Italian restaurant at lunch and doing something very light. So if you're going to get lunch, you're not going sitting down and having the hour full lunch with her, but you're going maybe to a Starbucks and grabbing coffee or a bagel or Danish or right. maybe some fruit. You're trying to keep it a little bit more fun and emotionally high. The Essentials by Benjamin Ritter is your concise manual for life improvement and success with women. The Essentials has been called a straight-to-the-point lesson in the lost art of being a man. Packed with insights, this book will transform the way you think about dating and relationships. Get your copy of The Essentials by Benjamin Ritter at Amazon.com or in select bookstores today.
there's a tremendous amount of self-sabotage that goes into over-investing too soon, trying to make something seem like a major romantic gesture doesn't feel nearly as organic and in fact romantic, attractive as full of things just happened. We were spending time together and we just really fell into each other. A lot of this sort of stagecraft that goes into having the elaborately planned romantic dinner and things like that are better reserved for your one year anniversary (laughs) rather than trying to get her to like you in the first place. Yeah, because then planning is spontaneity because you're not planning. Yeah, right, 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 (laughs) right. And so some really hard rules as well when you're going after a coworker is not displaying interest too soon before she displays interest to you. Your intent needs to be a relationship. Yeah. It needs to be a serious relationship. Let her say face. Be cool with the decline. If you're going to go for that, really, the elephant hunt, somebody who you got to live with no matter what, and that is the point. That's why you're looking for a relationship with a coworker because you don't get to say how you will interact with each other at work. That's up to your organization, your boss, your boss's boss. You lose the prerogative of, of going silent and hiding and avoiding. So remember that all of this becomes effectively public record. Let her say no if she needs to say no, if she's not interested, if she does have a boyfriend, let her let you know that too. You can still be attracted to somebody and make her feel good about being attracted to her without sort of putting her on the spot. And that, by the way, that's a subtle art, man, because being able to say, wow, you're so hot. If it weren't for your husband, I would totally nail you has a way of coming out just a little wrong. So knowing what the lay of the land is and making it okay if she's not interested or not available. And by the way, I've made this misstep. I have put way too much attraction onto a girl who's not eligible only to find out she just likes me she's flirty with me but she's not turned on and that i'm kind of fucking it up so just make sure that she has an out let her say face if this doesn't work out that's okay you should do what we always recommend <laughs> cold approach strangers which is the hard thing to do <laughs> well on that note protect yourself do not put anything in writing do yeah. not send an office email for yeah. Save yourself. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's a chance that you can misstep if you're doing any inner office communication with someone that you're interested in or seeing. Yeah, you know, Jim and Pam took like seven seasons to get together. <laughs> they got to see each other every it took a long time. If you're serious about the girl at work, get to know her backstory, spend time flirting, letting her like you, letting her get to know what an awesome guy you are, and then awkwardly ask her out on a date. <laughs> Well, on that, hopefully she is suggesting and inquiring in your weekend and saying how she really wants to do something when you're bringing something up. Yeah. You get those indicators of interest that she wants to join, and then you can extend the invitation to her. Yeah. It doesn't have to be an awkward, hey, let's go get tacos or something. <laughs> And then she perceives it as sex and then files a harassment lawsuit against you. Not dealing with coworkers, but dealing with sort of a tight-knit social circle. Again, and you're f- all eating tacos. Okay. Yeah, everybody's out having a good time at the taco house. Uh, and uh, you find that Sally, your friend's girlfriend's friend, is pretty and attractive. And you guys see each other twice a month or have seen each other before. The advice there is different. 
First of all, you got this natural note passing mechanism. Trust me, if she's into you, she'll let her friend know and her friend will tell your buddy and all that stuff. But you have every right to be more flirty, more outgoing, demonstrate interest. But there again, investing too soon, trying to send her flowers to get attention is silly. What you should do, I think, express active disinterest. You do actively pursue her. You do express that you are curious about her, you engage her, because it's, it's on you to initiate, dude, you're still the guy. But active disinterest means that you're engaged in the conversation, you ask her questions, but you're not fascinated by the fact that she's a bookkeeper at, as a temp in some stupid, because she's pretty. Don't, don't suddenly become fascinated by her bad desire to be an artist and she will pursue that in community college. That's not fascinating. You're like, oh, well, that's cool. That's neat. You're actively disinterested in bits of her life. You're taking the time that you get in front of her to learn more about her and to build a higher level of comfort while slowly introducing things about yourself and keeping some things in reserve. Right. If she wants to find out more about you, if she's curious, if you're not giving her what she wants, she'll inquire it through other people or try to find out and she'll gain more traction towards you. And then along those lines, when she's trying to figure those things out about you, she'll display more interest, just like the indicators of interest in the workplace, but these will be more overt, usually more explicit. And hopefully more playful and flirty. Uh, what you're looking to do, of course, whether it's at work or it's in the social circle, is find that you like each other. Build mutual attraction. Hopefully you have something in common, which means that you both believe that you can have a conversation like fucking adults. And then you want to isolate. I mean, if you're at this hypothetical taco table and everyone's chatting, there's no realistic way that you're going to make out with her while her best friend and your buddy are watching you guys. It's just too awkward. So you want to find a reason to isolate. Ideally, it'll be situational. Something that you're doing there. Hey, let's go check out. You want to dance. Would you like to dance? Is perfect. Uh, even if you don't care to dance, you go onto the dance floor and you can make out over to the side. What are you doing this weekend? Do you like art? Do you like sailing? Do you like racing cars? What Again, whatever your thing is. So the goal there is to build attraction, see if you like each other, and as soon as you have mutual interest, isolate. You don't really know the full social dynamic in your group. Sometimes she could be vying after your friend's friend, or she yeah. could just be out of a relationship with another person, and you don't want to have it be awkward. So you're also trying to save face within your own social circle. Mm -hmm. So part of it is isolating to get her out and away from her friends, where maybe she might feel uncomfortable, but still be within that warm environment where she feels comfortable being. Here, it's not as important that you're pursuing a relationship. You can just be having a good time. You can just be flirting because, in fact, you can quit hanging out with her. She can quit coming to your event. So this is a slightly different situation. She's not a coworker. You do have a little more say as to how you socialize and how she socializes. So there, I think, more initiation and more demonstrable flirting is probably necessary in order to get her attention and get her to like you. At work, it's easy. You have FaceTime. You're there every day. Uh, with friends, people tend to be routine and go out to the same things every week. Sure. Uh, you can easily find out where she likes to go because what you want to do is increase FaceTime. And yeah. so you want to be in front of her and your friends as much as possible being mysterious and fun. Yeah. Because you want to give her the chance to display indicators of interest or disinterest so you know to stop wasting your time or to just, you know, to actually invest a little bit more. Yeah. And usually these friend 
type situations involve drinking or nights out, which tend to also be more sexualized situations, which can lead to a much easier way of getting to know someone than trying to get coffee at work every day. Right, right, right. Waking up next to him after you had a drunk hookup is probably going to lead to the next drunk hookup more naturally. Well, not, not really focused on drunk hookups, uh, but you're in a more sexualized situation. You can be that overly flirtatious guy. Right. Um, you can joke and hit her ass without getting fired. What happens then if you are painfully shy and you are afraid of rejection? How do you handle that situation? <laughs> Take a boot camp with us. Yeah, I mean, you got to come out of your shell. Sort of standard advice for shy guys is indirect will probably help you save your ego pr protection devices that you should shit can in the first place. But if you want to keep your ego intact, being indirect, being engaged without directing it sexually towards her can allow you to get to know her. And hopefully you are sensitive enough to her indicators of interest that you can reciprocate by building a lot of value. But if you're painfully shy and you can't open your mouth, that you have to overcome by opening your mouth. There's a big problem too of just you're spending time with someone you're interested in just spending time with them. You're not making any movements forward. Yeah. Because if she's not displaying indicators of interest or she's just a flirtatious person, so you sometimes need to cut your losses. You need to be, be a little bit more direct. If you're shy, hopefully it's because you're a little more self-aware and empathetic. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're shy plus lacking empathy. But I think you'll find if you're empathetic that the longer that you find you're in the company of someone who you're attracted to, who doesn't make a move, the more awkward and weird it gets. I mean, you don't have actually an unlimited amount of time. So if you are, in fact, interested in, to, in this hypothetical social circle friend or coworker, and you find that there is a little sexual chemistry, you can't go, what's my TV reference this time? Three seasons of Moonlighting with pure sexual tension. At some point, dude, you've got to make a move and you don't get to be Bruce Willis hanging out indefinitely with Maddie. And I actually recommend not telling her friends that you like her because that just makes the situation even more awkward because then her friends are going to tell her and then she's now going to expect that you like her. There's a really nice, clean technique for doing this. Don't say that you like her. Find something interior about her to like where you can compliment her. So you might say, God, it's so cool that she's into music. You don't got to say that she, you're attracted to her, but either she has great taste in music. I'd love to see her at an EDM festival. Or, man, she knows how cars work. I could see that girl being a real catch. Not necessarily for you, but find something to compliment her on that's interior. I mean, that's actually a basic thing that you want to do to build comfort and attraction is find something that she has control over, not just how she looks and how she's put together and build that up. Reward the fact that she spent some time learning something or she's a Dungeons and Dragons girl if you're a Dungeons and Dragons guy, whatever it is. And part of making a move towards them is not judging her on her actions towards other men and not take, deleting her from your interest book based on her sexual activities sure. right in front of you. Sure. Because you're not in a relationship with her. And right, right. Judging her is, is, is really unfair. As a reminder, that judgment, while you start seeing her, is probably going to have to come slowly too. I was talking to a fellow recently who started dating a coworker. They were keeping it on the down low, and he said he wanted a relationship. He went in wanting a relationship, and he wanted to advertise their relationship status. She did not want that. She wanted work to be discreet, and she was looking for something that was discreet. And there was a bad, apparently, misalignment of values going on there, of expectations. 
if you are not able to play it calm and cool, you probably aren't going to get what you want. Even if you do want a relationship, which by the way, I think you're right to maybe want that from somebody at work. Fair enough. But you got to be able to pace things so that you can, you can have that be okay and cool. And if you are dating somebody who's in your social circle, you got to pace that too. Three months in, you may still not be in a relationship, even if you guys are seeing each other two or three times a week in her mind. You may just be the guy that she really likes to fuck and is getting to know. You may see that as a relationship she may not, or vice versa. The conventional wisdom is if you're seeing each other more than once a week, you're your boyfriend and girlfriend. You don't get to make the rules on that. You usually are stuck with it. But that doesn't mean it's true. It just means conventional wisdom. So the difficulty here is you have to take the initiative based on what you want and communicate that or be sensitive to where it's going because suddenly finding yourself in a relationship because you you found a girl who would bang you and now two years later you're married to her and you wish you weren't dude you didn't want that when you were trying to date somebody at work you didn't want that when you were trying to date your friend's girlfriend's friend Make sure that you know what you're going for, what you want, and take initiative and control of the relationship's direction. And a great time to do that is after you're sleeping with her, after she's displaying interest, is to have that conversation. While you're cuddling, you should. No, that's right. Don't cuddle. That's right. <laughs> Never cuddle. Oxytocin. <laughs> I, well, cuddling is okay. Uh. <laughs> with a <her> roommate. <laughs> Oxytocin <laughs> is way too high after sex yeah. mm-hmm. for you to think clearly yeah. and to really put in perspective what you want from this relationship. And it can change over time. Sure. But it needs to be explicitly expressed after you start sleeping with someone or after you sleep with them the first time. Yeah. Um, and after that interest is made. And now, just because she slept with you doesn't mean she wants to date you. It doesn't mean that she wants a relationship. So even if you... Hey, hey, depending on how the sex went, she may not want to sleep with you again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. So set up video cameras. Right. Make sure sure you review the sex afterwards. (laughs) Even if you want a relationship and she slept with you, going all in and being like, okay, so we love each other now, right? We're going to move in together. Right. Uh, Obviously, you want to make sure that you're expressing interests at a pace that is similar to hers, but you can still communicate your expectations. L word has been difficult for, as far as we can go back, you know, movies in the 30s were premised on when and how do you say I love. So that fact should inform the current hookup culture in which we live that being really, really careful about expressing too much interest too soon, it's not so much that it makes you vulnerable. As far as I'm concerned, be vulnerable if that's what you want to be. Be in a relationship, say that's what you want, but be willing to accept the consequences of rejection and it going bad and be especially, especially conscientious when you're fucking a coworker. Go for what it is that you want. If you do want a relationship and you're not getting it, make it okay. Because the last thing you need is fucking acrimony in the workplace. And the last thing you need is to be disinvited from all of those Sunday football games because you're the asshole who went too hard against Peggy and Peggy thinks you're creepy. How about the strange situation when you're working with someone that is also in your social circle? Well, uh, then I think at work rules apply at work and social circle rules apply at, on, during the social circle. You're, you're a close-knit team of, I don't know, app developers living in the Silicon Valley and at work you're having fun and after work you're having fun. Well, keep the work stuff at work and the after yeah, work rules at work. You have to be a lot more careful with Peggy. Yeah. <laughs> not only are you not invited on Sundays, you're not invited back to your job. Again, just final reminder... 
There are plenty of girls on the train, on the sidewalk, on Tinder. There are a lot of ways to meet girls where the risk of it going badly is much lower. So if you're doing this, you're meeting people in your social circle, which is great, by the way. You're meeting people at work, which is great, by the way. Talk you just have to. Ways. Yep. And that's how marriages work. And that's how it's easy for shy people to meet people and so on. But you've got to understand that the consequences. So, so don't blindly apply pickup rules at work, you douchebag. <laughs> hit her ass and pull her hair and it's the evolution technique and she's gonna love me forever my boss gets the claw she has the boobies she gets the claw and then you're fired yes you're fired (laughs) you have been listening to the suave lover podcast visit suavelover.com to become the kind of man that women crave